630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. It is 7.06. I'm Stacy Bratzel, and this is This Morning on 6.30, Ched. From the cold weather to encampments to arson fires, lots to talk to our police chief about this week with our regular check-in with Chief Dale McPhee. Good morning, Chief. Good morning, Stacy. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, I, before we get into some harder topics, I, I do want to address... Uh, all of your your officers that had to work out in the cold over the last week or so, they don't have a choice but to be out there and and, um, and enforce the law. Let, let's talk a little bit about how you prepare your, your officers and, and what kind of equipment they have to, to face minus 50 with the wind chill. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's the time, Stacy, where a lot of the, the patrol efforts are, are done in your vehicles. But as yeah. you know, there's a lot of times you got to get out and you got to check on different things and various things. So they certainly have good equipment. Uh, you know, uh, that's something that we've obviously focused in relation to ensuring that they have some warm uh, stuff. But uh, what I really think is just the courage and some of the, obviously, they, they know they have to be out there and, you know, they show up. And uh, that's, uh, that's something that, uh, certainly very proud of and it's pretty important because as you know there's there's a lot of vulnerable people out there as well that yeah. we need to get off the streets so it's imperative that they're out there and uh, and they do a great job at it and something that uh, certainly as a, as a chief I'm very proud of. Uh, obviously you, you mentioned it there are people who are way less prepared people who are living in encampments uh, the city declared a housing and homelessness emergency uh, yesterday what does that mean for you? You know, um, I'm not sure. <laughs> I actually don't know what it means. Uh, uh, it's not a state of emergency, so I'm not exactly sure. I, I, hopefully I'll get some clarification on that today. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I know we also have been working with the province and, you know, a good meeting there yesterday with everybody. And, I mean, uh, as you articulated, I mean, these encampments, they're not safe for, for many reasons. And, you know, I'm not sure I need to can continue to, to, to say the reasons why, but everything from violence to to cold weather and risk and harm, and you know, and people that are obviously using the types of drugs that they don't make good decisions on, and, and then they're being preyed upon by others. So um, we need to address that, and and the cold weather just adds urgency to that. And you know, there's uh, we're going to talk about that in an announcement uh, later this morning. And uh, I'm optimistic that uh, we need to get this done, and we need to get it done soon, because as you know, even though it's warmed up 10 degrees, it's still pretty darn cold out there and uh, we, we need to continue to work on this for, for many aspects. People need to be connected to services but also need to be protected from those preying on them. Um, you, you, were you in that meeting yesterday with the province and the city? I was, yes. How did that go? Can you can you give us you know, any information I, you know, about even the uh, tone? <laughs> I obviously can't. Uh, it's in confidence, but I, you know, my my own take on it, it was a positive meeting, and uh, and uh, those are the types of uh, uh, meetings that certainly, as, as somebody that's in charge of community safety, that uh, left me with a high degree of optimism. And then, like, to your last question, I'm not sure what happened after that with uh, with the state of emergency because I'm I'm not really in the loop with that, or uh, so you know. I, I was optimistic and uh, you know at the end of the day this this particular efforts we're doing takes all hands on deck and uh, and and it needs to get done and it needs to get done quickly so uh, I guess my, my word on that would be optimistic um, obviously we have you on the line now can you give us more information on this announcement you have later this morning you know obviously uh, in confidence I mean it's it's embargoed but uh, I mean the act uh, the announcement is going to be around what actions can we do to address uh, some of those things that I just talked about. Uh, how do we keep
we can connect people to services and you know and how do we sort out the, the praying and the victimization and some of the seriousness uh, that's going on with uh, people being victimized in uh, in these locations so uh, again optimistic uh, hopeful and uh, you know I, I think from from our point of view uh, you know not just me but many members of our police service including our front lines have been saying this is urgent for a while so um, you know we're we're, we're working towards uh, progress and uh, again I'm very optimistic with the announcement today. So over the last several weeks there were uh, eight high-risk encampments that uh, were dismantled. Do you have more on the list and are you going in over the next couple of weeks? Well, I mean, again, there's a risk matrix, but I mean, none of these encampments are safe, period. It's cold out. It's, uh, you know, uh, as I said before, it's pretty hard to control. If you've got gang presence and tents that are spread out all over our city, it's a lot easier to maintain and keep a, a warm facility safe and, and put resources in a warm facility than it is to actually try to chase tents around uh, the city when uh, in, in con- conditions that aren't conducive to safety. and. You know, the reality is a lot of the people that, that have been in these structures have been leaving, uh, using uh, the services, such as the shelters, etc. You know, um, when we look at the, the structures that have uh, been taken down, there, there's very few people in them. Uh, you know, honestly, there was more protesters than there was uh, people in the encampments. And, uh, you know, the focus is, is keeping the people safe in the encampments. And uh, we need to do what we need to do from, from a safety perspective to ensure that we do that. And as we We've said many times uh, um, there's none of these that should be up in our city. And some have already come back up, popped back up in the same yeah, spots. Yeah, and, and that's going to mean consistency and persistence, right? I mean, it's it's not going to mean that it's going to happen overnight, but uh, it doesn't change the fact that they're still not safe. Uh, but again, part of what we're looking for is those connections to services. Part of those things that we need that haven't been there is is the ability to off-ramp the vulnerable, but also separate uh, those that are the accused and the violence. And uh, as I said, uh, I've been down there several times now myself personally, and, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of individuals down there that uh, aren't making good decisions for themselves, and, and a lot of that's conducive to the mental health and addictions problem that we currently have. The last encampment uh, that police took down, it, it was a little bit more complicated than the other uh, seven. An Indigenous camp leader was arrested along with a reporter. Anything uh, your crews could have done differently to prevent that? You know, again, it's, it's protesting, and uh, we have ways of dealing with that, and we'll, you know, adjust our, our methods in relation to that. I mean, let's face it, we've had 600 protests in, in relation to uh, uh, the city this year, and, and we're pretty good at it, but uh, it doesn't take away that we have a job to do, and uh, certainly, uh, you know, people that are getting in the way of that job uh, are, are, can be arrested. And, you know, our, our goal is not to, but sometimes you just got to do police work and you got to do your job because it's it's really about the encampments and the people in the encampments. It's not about the people that are protesting and you hope it goes smooth, but sometimes they don't and you prepare for that and, and we'll act accordingly within the parameters of the law. That particular investigation is still ongoing and, uh, you know, we've got lots of video from that particular uh, thing and, uh, you know, we'll look at that further and see what other things can be done and or if other charges or whatever need to be laid as well but we can't uh, it, it, it's 
tough enough when you're dealing with people that need help when you've got people, you know, and, and, and I'm going to be honest, some are for the right reasons and some aren't, and uh, I'm not the one that's going to judge that in this particular instance because I don't know. Uh, but, you know, we're all trying to get uh, people to a safer place. Uh, you've mentioned this a couple of times, uh, gangs and preying on the, on the vulnerable people in this camp. Um, how big a focus should that be? And, uh, you know, is, is that something that we should put our resources to as opposed to just making sure that there, there's no encampments or, or people aren't in these encampments at all? Well, the point is, is if we get if there's no encampments, it separates the gangs and and that activity out of there, and that that's goal number one. Goal number two is we're always going to be dealing with these individuals. They'll they'll show up somewhere else, but it's a lot easier to do it in a controlled setting, in a warm environment, keeping people safe than it is. You know, we've in the last two years went from I think the cities went from 4,500 uh, encampment complaints to between 16,000 and 18,000, and you know when there's no rule. Uh, and you can do what you want in particular environments. Some of these things happen, and we need to get that control back, but we also need to keep people safe, and that's first and foremost uh, the focus. All right, Chief, can we... Uh, I've got to take a break. Can we keep you around for just a few more minutes? Sure, you bet, Steve. Uh, we're, we're hoping to dig in a little bit about those arson fires that seem to be happening uh, across the city, and in fact, well, right across the country. Uh, so we are going to ask you a little bit about that. If we can, we're going to be back in two minutes. It is uh, 7.18. We are on the line with uh, Chief Dale McPhee with our regular check-in, and we do appreciate his time. We've uh, gone through the encampment issue. Let's talk about the arson and extortion um, scheme that's happening in the city, and in fact, right across the country, um, police investigating uh, this scheme involving arson, uh, home builders targeting the Southeast Asian community, 18 incidents so far, uh, two in, in Beaumont just... Uh, in the last couple of days, um, those are suspicious, not yet tied to this scheme. How hard is this investigation for your crews? Yeah, you know, it's a tough, obviously, because I think, you know, uh, just by based on how you said the complexity, it's it's not just a, a, an Edmonton-specific investigation. It's got national, international uh, components to it. Uh, we've got a lot of resources on it. You know, we've uh, myself personally and many of my members have been working, obviously, with the business community and the community at large, trying to reduce the fears, but at the same time hold people accountable for this. Uh, we're one of the, the agencies uh, within the country that have laid, uh, I think we've charged six already, there's 18 incidents, uh, but uh, again, there's there's multiple police services, and uh, as I mentioned, uh, working on this, and you know, uh, we're going to put the resources into, we hold people accountable, and that's our commitment to our building community, that's our commitment to the citizens of Edmonton, and it's something that we're fully engaged in this investigation. There will be an update uh, press conference, I believe it's tomorrow, uh, where we'll give a, a, some more details in relation to this investigation with some of our uh, investigators present there. So, you know, uh, again, yeah, these are some of the things that the complexities of what we actually do. Uh, our members are very good at it, um, as are other areas in, in this particular country that we're working on. And, uh, you know, we're going to work these files until we get to people responsible and hold them accountable. Yeah, certainly you can't be an island in cases like this. You've got to work with other jurisdictions, uh, other police forces. How, how difficult is that? And is that happening right now? You bet it. You know, uh, we've actually have done it multiple occasions over the years and uh, we do it quite well. And, uh, you know, it's uh, one of those things where we're all trying to get to the same goal. And 
everybody's got certain pieces of information on it's kind of like putting a puzzle together when you put it together and you and you use each other to work collectively uh, you get good results or at least better results so you know um, that's what we're doing and uh, it's uh, our folks are trained in this particular area and uh, have been recognized before some of the work that they do and uh, we will continue to uh, to put that effort into as I said until we can uh, get some resolve and some uh, obviously reduce the fear in the community but also hold those accountable and as I said there's there's six people that are been currently charged and and uh, you know we're not anywhere close to being done yet yeah it doesn't seem like there's a pause in the destruction but time must be ticking are you worried that at, at some point this will uh, turn into not just property crimes and, and property damage but might actually injure or, or kill someone well, I mean, anytime you start a structure on fire, you really don't yeah. know what's going on in the structure, right? So it's always a concern, and that's why it's a priority for us and will remain a priority. Uh, it's, uh, you know, we've got a lot of people particularly working on this case right now. All right. Thanks for your time, Chief, as always. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Stacey. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Dale McPhee, Chief of the Edmonton Police Service, uh, giving of his uh, time today and, and uh, just uh, talking about, obviously, the homeless encampment, making a lot of headlines and what this emergency um, declaration means, and he's not quite sure yet, uh, but there is going to be an announcement uh, later today, which he didn't really give us a lot of information about because he can't. Uh, but, of course, you can stay tuned to 630 Chet and, of course, Global Edmonton to get more details on what has been happening.